Good morning and welcome to Hochma in Coffee. I trust that you're having a great day so far. We are continuing through Psalm 119 and I have enjoyed this journey. Man, it's been so enriching. We're in Psalm 119. We're going to be looking at section Sheen. That's hard to say. Section Sheen. And that's 161 all the way to 168. And the theme of Psalm 119 is God's word, as we've talked about earlier on in the series. But I want to remind you, just in case you're picking up, you know, a little bit later on in the series, it's all about the word of God and how good it is and how powerful it is and how necessary it is. And I want us to read these verses together. They say this, Princes have persecuted me without a cause, but my heart standeth in awe of thy word. I rejoice at thy word. As one that findeth great spoil, I hate and abhor lying, but thy law do I love. Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies, for all my ways are before thee. Wow, what a what a section. I love these first two verses. And there's one other verse that's incredibly famous that we'll, t- we'll touch on in a second. But verse 161 and 162 are so good. It says, Princes have persecuted me without a cause, but my heart standeth in awe of thy word. And I had to ask myself, is that how I see the Bible? Do I stand in awe of thy word? The same way you would come before a great person and you would stand in awe at what they are and how much they've accomplished. Or you stand before Niagara Falls and you're just in awe of its majesty and its power. Or or, or you fill in the blank, something that just takes your breath away. When you come to the word of God, are you really in awe of it? I know the pat answer is, yeah, of course I am. But really think, are you in awe of the word? Is it something that is just takes your breath away that you have the very words of the creator God in your hands? When you come to hear preaching, are you just in awe that you get to hear from God and that he uses a man to preach his word, that his spirit uses to speak to you? Are you in awe of the word of God? Man, that's a convicting thought. And he goes on to to even bring it further. He says, I rejoice at thy word. As one that findeth great spoil. One of the things I hear most often is, man, the Bible's just boring. I just don't understand. I just don't really want to read it. I just feel like it's a drag and it's a a duty and it's just not fun. But that is not the heart of the psalmist at all. He says, I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. I bet those people who said the Bible's boring and I really don't find much in it. If I were to cut them a check for a million dollars, they would be having a hallelujah party right now. But they don't see the Bible the same way. David said, oh, the same way that people rejoice when they get a lot of money and they find a rare treasure. That is how I rejoice when I come to the word. And that's convicting. Our hearts should leap within us when we open the Bible, knowing we're not just reading a dry, old, dusty text. We're reading the words of our God, of the Creator, and there's immense power in the Word. May we be like David and rejoice at the Word. And I love verse 165. 
Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. That word for peace is the word shalom. And shalom is more than just what we would think of peace. It's that overall sense of well-being, of contentment, of blessing. It's just such a rich word of just overall being well. I mean, it's like, think of the Garden of Eden. It's just that goodness and wellness. And it's used over 200 times in the Old Testament. Shalom. They use it to greet each other, right? So shalom is hello. It's goodbye. It's it's how are you doing? How's your shalom? How How's your well-being? It's such a, an amazing word just by itself. But he goes on to say great peace, not just average peace, but peace by itself is amazing. Just great peace, abounding peace, abounding shalom have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Friend, what an amazing text. There is great peace for those who love the word of God. May we love it. May we cherish it. And it says, and nothing shall offend them. That word is a stumbling block, right? Uh, that's, that's the word for offend. Nothing will trip you up if you have the word of God and you love it and you meditate on it. Yes, there's going to be hard times, but it's not going to dismantle you because you know the words of God and you've expected it. I mean, we when hard times come, you have the book of Job to give you the wisdom to get through. When there's mountaintop experiences, you can learn from those who've had mountaintop experiences how to handle it. If you love and meditate in the word of God, nothing will trip you up to where you fall You'll be able to stand in the hardest of times because your life is anchored on the rock of the word. May we love God's word. May we meditate on it. May we cherish it. May we rejoice when we read it as if we were finding great spoil. Because the truth is, God's words are worth more than rubies and gold and all the things that this world can offer. May we love it and cherish it and meditate on it today. Well, I hope you have a great day, friend, and I'll chat with you, Lord willing, tomorrow.